Welcome to Smarticus Tells History. All right, enough with the echo and fanfare. You're here for history, right? And not that boring crap you learned in high school. This stuff's actually interesting. Like things you've never heard about the Civil War, Cleopatra, automobiles, Monopoly, the Black Plague, and more. Fascinating stories, interesting topics, and some downright weird facts from the past. It's a new twist on some stories you may know, and an interesting look at some things you may have never heard. So, grab a beer, kick back, and enjoy. Here's your host, Smarticus. Hello, and welcome back to Smarticus Tells History. This week on the show, we are covering a little-known story that involves a lot of anticipation, fear, and preparation, but results in, well, nothing. This week, we are covering Halley's Comet Panic of 1910. In the ancient world, omens were not taken lightly. The world was thought to be at the mercy of supernatural forces capable of affecting the lives of us mere mortals. Omens were a manifestation of metaphysical will and a predictor of future events. Omens could be found in dreams, appearances of rare animals, patterns in weather, and more. With advancements in science, shifts in religious beliefs, and tools that gave humans more control over the outcome of events, the power of omens waned. They shifted from being widely accepted signs and warnings to more minor, localized superstitions. And while it was easy to accept that dreams were essentially random, or that lightning was explained by electrical discharge, it was harder to dispel beliefs about occurrences that were far outside of our earthly realm, celestial events. Perhaps it is for this reason that things like the movement of stars and planets, eclipses, and comets continue to spell luck or death, even into our modern times. Halley's Comet is the only known short-period comet visible by the naked eye from Earth, passing by about every 76 years. Its first recorded appearance was in 240 BC in the Chinese records of the Grand Historian, and is referenced in writings from around the globe through the following centuries. In 1696, English astronomer Edward Halley presented his findings on the comet, explaining its predictable reappearances and accounting for the slight variations in timing by Jupiter and Saturn's gravitational pulls. His work earned him a fellowship at the Royal Society and a degree from the University of Oxford. The comet he successfully tracked was named after him, and for a few hundred years, Halley's Comet passed by Earth on schedule, and generally without much fanfare. But, in the months leading up to the comet's 1910 appearance, apocalyptic panic set in. The source of the panic can be traced mainly to one man, Camille Flammarion. Flammarion was a French astronomer and who published the scientific periodical Le Astronomie, a publication still in circulation today. While respected in his field, Flammarion did have some unusual thoughts for the time. In 1907, he wrote about the presence of extraterrestrial life on Mars and posted that the dwellers had attempted to communicate with Earth in the past. He also believed a seven-tailed comet was heading toward Earth. Flammarion also experimented with spiritism, psychical research, and reincarnation. He frequented seances and investigated automatic writing. He published many theories on hauntings, telepathy, and mediumship. And when the technique of spectroscopy, in which light is analyzed to show the composition of celestial objects, revealed in February of 1910 that the tail of Halley's comet contained cyanogen, Flammarion predicted the end of life as we know it. 
Flammarion told the New York Times that cyanogen gas would impregnate the atmosphere and possibly snuff out all life on the planet. He went on to write, Cyanogen is a very deadly poison, a grain of its potassium salt touched to the tongue being sufficient enough to cause instant death. And while the Times noted that most astronomers did not share Flammarion's fear, days later a distinguished astronomy professor named Deslandres fueled fear with his assertion. The hypothesis that the gas in the comet's tail is liable to affect terrestrial atmosphere would not be at all absurd. Within days, the statements from these two astronomers had circulated in news outlets around the world. There was a second facet to the fear. The comet would be passing, in astronomical terms, close to the Earth. It was expected to come within 23 million kilometers, just 60 times the distance to the moon. It was difficult to imagine the comet's enormous tail engulfing our planet in a ball of toxic gas. It was not the first time a comet had caused panic. For centuries, the sight of a comet was viewed as an omen of doom. Ancient records show that the Persians and Koreans viewed comets as evil in nature and were likely to declare war with a country in whose direction the tail pointed. The Roman Emperor Vespasian pushed the omen onto his neighbor in 70 CE, claiming that as he was bald, the ill omen of a bearded comet must be pertaining to the hairy king of Parthians. Following the Great Comet of 1618, German historian Gothard Arthusius published a pamphlet that cried the Day of Judgment was near. It contained pages of comet-related disasters from earthquakes to poor harvests. Beliefs that a child born under a comet would have a hard life were widespread even after the invention of the telescope and the growth of astronomy as a science. Now, for the first time, the approach of a comet was coupled with advances in communication that allowed fear to spread like wildfire. Some people began to sell their possessions and embark on a mission to enjoy life to the fullest, given it would likely be snuffed out within months. Others began to comet-proof their homes by caulking their windows and filling in the cracks. Still, others turned to religion, organizing massive prayer groups. One man, in Hungary, even chose to complete suicide rather than risk being suffocated by toxic gases. Musicians composed songs about Halley's Comet, and poets wrote verses about the harbinger of doom. The marketing world joined in, too. Products featured the comet in their advertising. An ad for Pear's Soap read, Pear's Soap is visible day and night all over the world. Most schemes were harmless, simply trying to capitalize on the sensationalized news to draw attention to the product, but some were nefarious. Fraudsters and charlatans began hawking everything from anti-comic pills to umbrellas guaranteed to stop the toxic gases from settling on you. An advertisement for Hope's anti-comic pills read, An elixir for escaping the wrath of the heavens. Of course, most of these products were nothing more than sugar pills. Two men in Texas were arrested for selling such faulty products, but were quickly released in response to public demand for the tablets. Several scientists attempted to quash the public panic. Percival Lowell wrote that the gas was so rarefied as to be thinner than any vacuum and therefore posed no threat. Robert Ball, director of the Cambridge Observatory, shared that famed astronomer John Herschel thought that the whole comet could be squeezed into a partment tube. That claim was refuted as Halley's Comet is about nine miles long. 
Others pointed to the fact that the comet had been studied and observed for generations, with no instances of harm aside from superstitious claims. Many sensible folks relied on the overwhelming scientific consensus that the comet would not end life on Earth and began organizing viewing parties and generally carrying on with their lives as usual. On April 20th of 1910, people first spotted the approach of Halley's Comet. A Toronto jeweler announced the sale of Halley's Comet jewelry, described as tie pins and brooches set with opals, moonstones, or peridots. Peridots is of meteoric origin and is a fashionable stone this season. Several financial institutions reported a vast increase in the number of loans. Some viewed this as proof of confidence in the future, while the Gazette wrote, Not so. Rather does it suggest a devil-may-care attitude. For if the comet should prove fatal to life on this planet, who would be around to collect these debts? A paper in Virginia wrote, Haley's Comet did more in one week for the church than all of the rivals and camp meetings in a decade. Never before have so many new members got the religious fervor at one time. On May 6th, with the comet blazing overhead, England's King Edward VII died in his bed. Superstitious folks declared Haley's Comet the cause of the death. Many Brits also figured it was an omen of an invasion by the Germans, and the Frenchs blamed it for flooding the Seine. Every adverse event that happened in the coming weeks would be attributed to the comet overhead by many. Due to pass closest to the Earth on May 19th, the comet had caused anxiety for the masses for months before passing by without incident. Crowds around the world watched from rooftops, gathered in streets holding hands, or hid behind door frames stuffed with rags and sealed with caulk. The earth and life on it escaped unscathed. People in France danced and embraced in the streets. The Atlantic Constitution reported that cloud cover of the city is what had saved it. Presumably, those who had sold all of their possessions or taken on massive debt they hadn't expected to repay were slightly less jubilant. In the days following the comet's flyby, Flammarion refused to admit defeat. He proclaimed that several observers had certain olfactory experiences, which are described variously as a smell of burning vegetables, or a marsh, or of acetylene. In reality, the comet passed nowhere near close enough to Earth for such experiences to have occurred, and even if it had passed close enough, the tail of a comet is so tenuous and wispy it would have little effect on Earth. A lunar eclipse on May 24th enabled thousands to see the comet against the dark sky. By mid-June, it had passed out of range of eyesight and largely out of public consciousness. Despite Flammarion's field prediction, it was not the last time that a comet would cause panic. When the Hale-Bopp comet reached Earth in 1997, members of the Heaven's Gate cult completed mass suicide to ascend to an alien spacecraft they believed was hidden behind the comet. And in March of 2020, when the comet Neowise appeared, conspiracy theorists quickly blamed it for the COVID-19 pandemic. The next time Halley's Comet is due to pass by Earth is in 2062. Since its last appearance in 1910, the comet has been studied more closely thanks to enormous advancements in space programs. In 1986, five spacecraft were sent to encounter Halley's Comet during its return. These missions provided ultraviolet images of the comet's hydrogen corona data on the energetic particle environment in the solar wind ahead of the comet, dust and gas composition measurements, and temperature information. Though the view of the comet from Earth was less than stellar, its latest flyby gave us valuable scientific data that should assuage fears like those that gripped the world in 1910 from arising again.
But should and will are two very different things, and only the year 2062 will reveal how the masses will perceive Ailey's return. If you're interested in helping our podcast grow, please consider donating to the show at Smarter Castells History LLC on PayPal. And if you're interested in starting your own podcast, you can do so with ease on Buzzsprout. Check the links in the show notes to get started today. Thanks for listening to Smarticus Tells History. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to rate and review and make sure to subscribe. And be sure to follow the show at facebook.com slash History, or just click the link in the show description. Thanks again for listening. See you next time.